We told you about Gaia Provides a couple months ago. Gaia Provides is back. They are a holistic small batch company crafting quality, lab-tested, hemp-based health and wellness products for pets. Kaplan, you've been giving it to Pancakes, Kaplan. Pancakes the dog over the last few months. How's she doing? Yeah, she loves these. Uh, I give her the beef liver flavor, the ones for small dogs. Um, And I give her a half a treat in the morning, a half a treat at night, and she loves them. They're delicious. She always barks for them. Uh, she's a, she's a, you know, my dog's a little dog. She's a mental patient. I like to say she's a lovable mental patient. So she's always, she's always, uh, stressed out, neurotic, just like me about something, but these, these make her chill. They calm her down. Uh, she does, obviously, you know, she's in a wheelchair. She has a lot of, uh, discomfort, uh, naturally. And these definitely help. Uh, I definitely see, a you know, she's has a high quality of life because of, uh, we take good care of her over here and these are a key part of our daily routine. So we love guy provides over here in the Kaplan household. And all these products, Cap, are THC-free. They do not have THC, which makes them safe for your pets. And I know Pancakes is always scared of all those fireworks you have in Long Island City, Queens, right there on the East River. They're shooting them off all the time. How's she doing with the fireworks once she yeah. takes this guy it provides? Yeah, when I used to be, I used to dread fireworks. I used to dread loud noises and thunderstorms. Um, but now I just enjoy them because when I give them to the pancakes, this makes it, like I said earlier, it makes her calm, makes her cool, makes her collected, makes her just sit there and enjoy life. So these, Look at that. Uh, I love, you they can have these enjoy drops. fireworks again. You can enjoy America again. You can enjoy <laughs> freedom again with Gaia provides everybody check out Gaia provides and use our promo code lost L O S T for a great deal. That is www. G-A-I-A provides P-R-O-V-I-D-E-S dot com. And and then just so you know, they also have on top of the treats, they have these little drops you could put in the food. So if you, you know, if you wanna you, you can get if they don't like the treat for whatever reason, these drops are also delicious. So Gaia provides. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. You're listening to the world's smartest podcast network. When I go to Sacramento... I will pump up Sacramento. Sacramento. Some say the news is fake. Others say it's real. These two don't have the time to check. Instead, Turner Sparks and Michael Ira Kaplan turn to comics stationed around the globe to be their eyewitness reporters so that you can know what's really going on. This is Lost in America. All right, everybody, welcome to Lost in America. My name is Turner Sparks. I'm Michael Kaplan. You can find me at turnersparks.com. You can find me at the Friars Club March 11th, 2022, doing my new comedy uh, album recording special. We're doing video. We're doing audio. We're doing the whole thing. Two shows, 7 p.m., 9 p.m. Kaplan will be at the 9 p.m. show with a bunch of the Patreon subscribers. Go to turnersparks.com to get tickets to that. And you can find Kaplan on all social media platforms at Cap in America. Cap, we're doing a very special emergency episode right now. 
of the podcast. We don't know how long this will go. This might be 10 minutes. It might be an hour. It might be 30 minutes. Who knows? But we are here. We have Misha Kalen, uh, one of our favorite guests. Everyone's been asking about him. So uh, we talked to Misha last night. He said, let's just do a pod. And so we have him on. He's in Kiev right now. He just showed us video. If you can watch this, we're also live on Twitch right now. What's up to everybody watching us on Twitch? Um, uh, Misha just showed us video from outside of his window of what looked like a bomb exploding somewhere. Uh, Misha, how you doing? Welcome to the show. Hi, uh, Turner. Yeah, I'm doing great. Thank you so much for uh, having me back. And uh, yeah, I'm here in Kiev. Uh, so uh, yeah, it's uh, I can go back and show you the what the city looks like. I haven't talked to humans for a couple of days, so I just feel I'm kind of I feel really strange, you know, from being on stage all the time to just uh, being uh, by myself in the room for a few days. So uh, it's good that I get to kind of like express myself and just uh, just talk it out a little bit. Good. But uh, yeah, well, it's first been, question. Uh, I think everyone wants to know is, are you safe? How do you feel? You know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I feel like I'm relatively safe. My uh so essentially, we all uh, heard about the threat of the war from uh, America, and most people thought that uh, America is overreacting and that they didn't know because uh, Russia was denying it uh, blatantly, even though there were uh, troops uh, at the border, right? And, and there were like uh, uh, training going on and everything, but they were denying it, right? Uh, and denying the plans of war. And I was actually in Lviv around that time. And uh, and nothing happened on the 16th, uh, nothing happened on the 20th. People were thinking something was going to happen on the 22nd. And then finally on the 24th, uh, early in the morning, much like uh, how the uh, <clears throat> USSR part of the World War II started, you know, uh, you know, which was kind of like uh, kind of ominous uh, for the people here because Ukraine was part of the Soviet Union too. And uh, Russia is big, you know, their whole, this whole operation, right? I mean, they call it the operation, uh, but the war that they call an operation, they're trying to de, it's like the big scale Antifa. You know, Putin, yeah, yeah. Putin has been uh, an Antifa, right? He's denazifying de the people. He's essentially what he's saying is he's coming to uh, liberate me. You know, he's, uh, he's come to liberate me and I'm hiding from him. I'm like, no, dude, uh, thanks. Just let him liberate you, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, but, but yeah, my, uh, uh, you know, a lot of people started uh, leaving uh, early. My uh, ex-wife, right? And uh, my son and uh, basically uh, my family left and they're in Poland now because, see, uh, my ex-wife works uh, at the international school and they actually, they gave him some cash as support and they said, oh, it's definitely happening. And they, so they all left in advance. So there were basically the uh, uh, Americans and many other foreigners in, in the city and in the country, they were acting like, oh, it's definitely happening. Uh, so and turned out they were right. And uh, yeah, so I, I am the only one who, who's <laughs> left in Kiev uh, of, of my family. Right. But uh, it's because I didn't feel like it was uh, unsafe. And, and plus, where would I go? Right. I would not want to go uh, to Belarus and uh um like going abroad and everything once it started right if i did it in advance that's one thing right but once it started it's you don't really know what's going on and uh and i feel like 
people that's part of uh, what it means not to panic right it's just try to keep calm and try to think a little bit you know does it make a difference where i go if it's uh, the war is going on everywhere right so you, you you're in kiev or you're somewhere else so i, I thought you know, while I'm here, it's pretty quiet uh, right now. And it's uh, I've heard some explosions, uh, you know, in the last couple of days. And uh, there's a shelter uh, near uh, nearby. I'm on the 16th floor. So right now I'm inside. But uh, when I hear sirens, I go downstairs. Uh, but honestly, I haven't had the need uh, to like sleep in the shelter or anything. So, uh, yeah, I can show again, like what the city looks like a little bit, you know. And uh, yeah, there's a, that explosion that we we're talking about. Can you we see it now? Yeah. See so for everyone Kiev. listening to this, we see out your window, Misha, a uh, a giant cloud. Look, looks like something just exploded. No, no, no. Uh, I mean, I'm not sure if that's what it is, but I've heard there was one uh, story where uh, where a bomb uh, got into in like an oil facility and a huge fire started. And I'm not sure what they're doing uh, about that, uh, because uh, when they, uh, a similar thing happened uh, during peacetime and they tried to extinguish it, it took weeks. And the levels of uh, like harmful elements in the air were elevated and everything. So I'm not sure if that's what it is, but yeah. So we should be. tell but, our but audience. It looks like it's been going on for a long, long time. That's it's a thing. bomb. Let's go with a bomb. Just <laughs> sure. We should, I mean, we should tell our, our audience. Listen, there just, we have new audience. I'm sure we'll have new audience for this episode. So we should just tell them that Misha lived in. Um, we met when we were living in China, but Misha's from Belarus originally. He was living there until last year when he f left Belarus because Putin was essentially coming in, partnering with Lukashenko, the dictator of Belarus, and they were changing the country to an unsafe level. So Misha got his family to Ukraine. And then Putin came for Ukraine and now his family's gone to Poland and you don't feel like you would there be a place for you in Poland if you could if you did go would you be allowed to go to Poland yeah 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 I I mean even though I don't have a visa now you don't uh, you don't need a visa but listen there's uh, like uh, it's uh, it's almost impossible to get in it's just crowds of people uh, some of my friends uh, went through this whole experience I just don't see the reason why you know uh, I mean, uh, if I heard that like Israel was uh, attacking uh, Ukraine, you know, I'd be. You're running, saying you, you don't know, but, you but don't you respect Russian's army, is what you're telling <laughs> yeah, us, right? Yeah, you don't you don't think they're going to Russia? <laughs> it's not so, like America or Israel or even England, yeah, right, or someone. Yeah. <laughs> and I, and I was just doing my comedy, dude. Like I printed out like a stack of flyers, and the war started in, in three hours after I fucking got that thing. You know, Ugh. you know how pissed I was, you know, I've got the flyers printed and everything. I want to keep doing my shows. What am I going to do in Poland? I mean, I'm uh, shocked they're still printing flyers. You know? to yeah. shows. Do they still have shows? Uh, what's going on uh, with the? Well, no, no, no. But hopefully like from Monday, I, I'm yeah. thinking on Monday, this thing is going to be over. You think it'll be over um, that quick? So let's get to that part. Today's, so yeah, Sunday right now. Um, today we're recording this on Sunday. You think by tomorrow it might be over, but well, yeah, I was scared shitless uh, at first. Right. Uh, and then you start seeing these videos, you know, and uh, the videos all look like some kind of like a band of fucking morons <laughs> is, uh, yeah. You know, some dudes on a tank, they run out of gas, you know, or they start selling gas to the villagers, you know, then they, uh, then they get uh, some kind of cat. So you get an idea like, Oh, okay. I know what they're doing. They're getting all their shit soldiers out of the way, you know? So they rush and then they're going to start sending like the actual soldiers. 
But no, the, the actual soldiers never came. Uh, my uh, my uh, Belarusian friend goes like, oh, dude, uh, they're sending uh, 10,000 Chechens. Yeah, I read that yesterday. So like yeah. making them fight the Chechens is that yeah yeah the and the, and that guy goes oh are you stuck in Kiev you know let's uh, find out how we can uh, transport you and he's just some fucking dude you know he's not even like half a friend I'm like listen <laughs> if I wanted to go to Europe do you think you'd be the person I'd be talking to definitely not right yeah don't flatter afraid. yourself buddy I yeah, got yeah, better exactly. people who can get me out of this country I know and and he's scared <laughs> of the Chechens of the ten thousand Chechens. Wait, That's, so I thought Chechens were pretty hardcore people, though. You're not scared of them? Yeah, I know if you were, like, yeah. the, uh, you know, doing MMA, you know? But if you're in a fucking tank... And, they don't uh, know how to operate shit, a tank, is what you said. You've seen those fucking javelins that just... Uh, it looks like a large bazooka, and they yeah. just got... It comes with six uh, rockets or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've seen some guys carrying those around. Yeah, yeah. It, uh, but you see what it does to a tank? It just, like, it just... Boom, like a toy, you know. There's I've just seen Ukrainians carrying those around, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and you don't even see there. People are just they evaporate or something because you. Uh, well, when you see the videos where they like look at uh, the uh, tanks demolishing everything, there are no people around. You know. Well, I read like before, so I, to throw some just news in here. I read that um, at least from the news we're getting, I read that those Chechens did come in yesterday. And then immediately got 65 of their tanks blown up and oh, nice. and their general died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All yeah, in like yeah. two hours. That was the, the general leading them got killed. Yeah. And but, but do you know tanks. why that uh, it's very significant for people? Because uh, Ramzan Kadyrov, the president or whatever the fuck of Chechnya, right? Uh, he's sort of like a, uh, I mean, a lot of, uh, people uh, kind of argue that he's the real president. In, in a way, he bullies Putin, you know, or okay. Putin cannot deal with him. He can do basically whatever he wants. And Putin just gives him like billions of dollars, you know, in the Chechen budget that obviously doesn't go to the people or anything. Right. So he's seen and he's this uh, kind of petty guy. Like if you tell him, hey, fuck you on uh, Instagram, he's going to like record a message and Send oh. people to get you, yeah, and he makes people uh, apologize all the time. So you just we gotta tag so him in this post about this podcast, then get some, uh, yeah, come after us, <laughs> yeah. And he's like, he acts so uh fake, sort of Muslim and everything, you know. He's saying, Oh, you know where I got my money, you know, like Allah gave it to me, ha 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 ha. And he says, Like this, <laughs> Good bit. yeah, fake Muslim, yeah. And when it's uh, when this happens to you know the Chechen army, you're just like, It's just uh, I mean, maybe it's a wrong feeling, but it's just, uh, oh, poetic justice. It's just so beautiful, you know. Um, uh, I thought the Chechens were separatists. So uh, Putin got him in line and now they fight for him. I, I'm, this yeah, is dumb, yeah, is that a dumb dude, question? Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude, you, you're talking like you've uh, been living in the bunker for the last 20 yeah, years. I didn't know he ever, I didn't know he would trust them is what I'm trying to say. Like he trusted, yeah. Well, uh, listen, uh, the bigger uh, issue, uh, you're, you're kind of, right in that because uh supposedly now chechnya is subdued but uh from what i understand they all uh, internally they hate russia and whenever they have uh, get a chance but it's just uh, you see they have uh that sort of archaic way where your clan is so important so people are, are all controlled by your clan and everything so when you're subdued you're really subdued you know and you have to think about your family and everything so you can't really revolt but uh, most people really hate that Kadyrov guy, you know, because uh, I hope to God he doesn't represent the majority of Chechens because that guy is 
worse than Putin in many ways, you know. And what about what you've seen just literally you've observed besides that mushroom cloud out the window? Um, have you heard <laughs> have you heard bombs being dropped? Have you heard sh- guns being shot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but it's just I'm on the uh, right bank and I'm kind of south, you know, and uh, the city. I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. From what I they had a uh, the, the region that I live in, uh, it, it, it's kind of it's it's on the outskirts, but not like way, way in the uh, way, way out there. But enough. Uh, basically, it's a pretty lucky spot because most of the action is happening on the left bank. And there's a whole river they have to cross in order to start fighting, uh, right? But there were some places because they would send out tanks and uh, they call them sort of like the spy or, or uh, what, what would you call that? Sort of like a, basically a couple of tanks or just a small group and they a convoy. check out the situation first. Yeah. Convoy. And then they bring in the massive uh, sort of freedom ready. convoy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I but, know some of these terms. Well, first of all, I'm, I'm very inadequate to speak about these things. So I, well, I no, you're in the general. middle of it. There's yeah, no one the more most adequate. adequate than the person who's yeah. sitting in the middle of it. Did you, right. um, cause you, I felt like you, were you caught off Were the people in Kiev ready? You said that, cause I feel like we left, we got the impression that if there oh. was fighting, it wouldn't be in Kiev. It would be on uh, the Eastern part of the country. It wouldn't come into the cities. It would be in what? Donbass region. Isn't that what he yeah, said? Yeah, he that, that's what on? we thought from our multiple podcasts. We, uh, yeah, well, that's what, remember the last podcast I was saying, I mean, maybe something was gonna, uh, gonna go on in those places, but I could not at that point even imagine a full scale invasion like that. And that's what I was saying about those javelins and about those uh, Turkish drones. And uh, exactly what I was sort of uh, hoping wasn't going to happen, happened. Mm. But that's exactly what I was uh, kind of talking about, is that they seemed like they were oblivious. They thought that they were going to come in and Ukrainians would uh, welcome them with uh, open arms. And uh, But that's not what happened. They thought People you were waiting walk. for them to liberate you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. From this comedian leader of ours. Get this guy out. Yeah. What? Yeah. So you think they genuinely were that stupid? They didn't know that you well, didn't want their help? I think, it, you know, it's... It's like you, you probably have those friends, right? They're just like delusional, you know? They're dating the wrong person or like mm. they're just a shit comic. Mm. And you can just be like, dude, it's not for you. you know? Is anybody, is this live? Should we, no. <laughs> is this live? Yeah, no. Who are we going to name? No, no. But yeah, I, exactly. Oh, I they were delu- Putin's delusional. It's like he thought of them as like, they don't, they're going to leave that guy. That guy's a douchebag. They're going to leave him for me. And yeah, yeah. It's, it's like these people who have never tried comedy. They're like, dude, I, I bet if I just went up on stage, I would bury Louis oh, yeah, C.K., yeah, yeah. you know, and then go up that's and then Putin. they just, for, yeah, that's Putin. Like, oh, that's what it's like. Oh, my yeah, God. Then they bomb hard. Sorry, guys. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that's but, what but it looks have you like. Seen, have you seen Russian soldiers walking around or they're not even in your, they haven't made no, it? No, are you, you kidding? Are. No, 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 we no, read Because I just want to tell you what we read and you can tell us what the facts are. I've read that the Russian soldiers, soldiers are in Kiev and I've seen video people like go up to them, old grandmas and tell them, they tell them to fuck themselves yeah. and stuff like that. No, no, that's not Kiev. That's like that wasn't Kiev. I think that villages. was so yeah. essentially what happens. They might go into a small village, you know, and then they get fucked in a in a neighboring larger town. 
Because, okay. yeah, they started the attack not from one front. And uh, everybody was banking on that Donbass uh, front, right? Yeah, but the uh, they started from uh, other parts. And uh, basically, uh, so uh, Ukrainian troops couldn't uh, at, you know, control all the uh, Yeah, they were coming points. at you from the north, the south, and the east. And possibly, what's, in the west, what's to the west of Ukraine? Is that Chechnya over there? Uh, no, no that- but it, yeah, again, I'm, I'm uh, really hazy when it comes to a geography like that, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, either way, you know, men another really came at you north, south and east. Right. And and the big point is that uh, shots were fired from Belarus uh, as well. And actually, while we're That's- talking, uh, we're waiting for a decision from Lukashenko to say whether he's going to start uh, an active part, which uh, having said that they, uh, Belarus has already been actively uh, but I'm saying uh, I think for now the, uh, we haven't sent the troops. And by we, I mean Lukashenko, of course. I, I would like to separate myself. from. Uh, basically, yeah. it's like this. You know, if a Belarusian steps on Ukrainian soil, he's my enemy. You know, I, I'm yeah, basically... so, so what you're talking about is the Belarusian president uh, or dictator Lukashenko might send well, in no, troops no, no, no. to He's support. not even the president. Remember that whole talk? Like yeah, the dictator. 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 Right. The lead right now. Usurper in chief, remember that usurper in chief. chief who has yes. control of the military, though. Unfortunately. He might, <laughs> right. uh, he's he might be sending in troops from Belarus to support Putin, not to exactly. Help but he had a yeah. phone call with Zelensky, the leader of Ukraine, I saw earlier today. So I don't know if that was to yeah. keep him neutral or if anything came of that. I don't know if, you, yeah. Well, exactly. As we were beginning the, uh, this uh, podcast, I was uh, expecting something. So it might be out like right about now or. Well, if it comes so, out, let us know. Um, so yeah, you I'll have, okay, so, you. and you have, have you seen Russian planes flying over anything like that? Uh, you hear things and you don't know if it's Russian or not Russian. So uh, every time I hear like a plane go by, I just assume it's Ukrainian. Yeah. You know? And what but, about, uh, um, so the Russians say they're not bombing or they're, they're only targeting military locations. Yeah. Any yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know if they're just stupid or evil, you know, I don't know if they hit the civilian locations because they're just dumb and they can't do their job right or they're doing it on purpose, but to look like it's an accident, you know, but just to kind of put uh, terrorize the people, you know, because listen, that apartment building looks a lot like mine. I'll be honest with you. And uh, so they are hitting they are hitting um, civilian locations. Yeah, but if you look at Kiev, you know, Kiev is huge, right? So just the chances of it hitting your, uh, right, if there's not things going on, but anything can happen. Wait, understand? That's a crazy way to look at it. I know you did that analogy last time about you could get hit by a car and you could die at any moment in life. Wait, but, <laughs> but Wait that's, so you're saying kind of that is, you man. feel yeah. safe because, yes, they're bombing civilian there's locations a lot of billions. in Kiev. There's a lot of locations. <laughs> but there's a lot of potential spots. Well, think so about this. How, you know, how, 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 how lucky are you that they would bomb you? Is that what you're saying? How yeah, what makes no, this building I'm saying, so special? I'm saying, yeah. I'm saying uh, if you were here, you know, you would see that it's a huge apartment complex. Even if they had a, their entire goal was to just get me, it would be hard. <laughs> It does seem but like it might be their goal. Accidentally, yeah. but killing me accidentally is even it might harder. Be their so, goal. <laughs> so war. I mean, they went into Belarus. We know they, they went to you- get you in Belarus. You fled but, to Ukraine. Now they're coming for you in Ukraine. 
Yeah, and but what you were asking uh, earlier, you know, did we see Russian soldiers? <laughs> This is what it looks like. You know, they uh, I get news that in my region, but on the other side of it, it's kind of far away. You know, they saw uh, the parachute, uh, whatever. Paratroopers. <laughs> the, the, yeah, paratroopers. And it's like, I don't know how many of them, 10, 20, whatever, dude. They, would, they wouldn't even uh, hit the ground in Kiev. Do you understand? Yeah, they get shot down. Yeah, those there's guys. every yeah, there's, uh, you know, if you look down uh, downstairs, there's guys just p- patrolling the area and uh, there's actual like inner city warfare going on and uh, everybody's prepared. Uh, there's been uh, I mean, they handed out twenty five thousand or more uh, machine guns. And that's basically what the government just gave to the people, not counting what people already had. Yeah, let's uh, talk about that. So so yeah. uh, first of all, we, you and I talked about this yesterday, but just for our audience, do you have a gun? Did you get a no, gun? No, no. Well, that's the thing. I'm Belarusian and they, won't, I, they don't trust you. Yeah, they don't trust me. And plus, uh, they're not giving guns just to anybody. Even my Ukrainian friends, they went to get a gun and not all of the, the, those guys got it because you either have to have like your military, uh, basically the uh, certificate that you've completed military training. And there's some, basically there are prerequisites, not just any. Uh, They have no second amendment there. Apparently can't just get a gun. You got it. <laughs> yeah. Well, Hey, maybe th- there's a way of doing it. Yeah. You know, right. I know. Well, <laughs> Do you want to, can you get one like black market though, or something to, to protect yourself? Oh. Or have you looked into that or? <laughs> I'm sure to... it could. Yeah. yeah. And uh, they sell like knives and uh, whatever air, just pneumatic guns, uh, but pneumatic handguns, they sell them in the subway, you know? Oh, wow. In the subway. <laughs> Wait, are you riding the subway these yeah. days? Because <laughs> it's safer actually, <laughs> <to> underground. <laughs> No, so, uh, no transport is worth. Uh, you saw what the city looks like. It's just completely okay, yeah. dead. Just so. Do you have any friends, uh, Misha, who have gotten guns and are now they're not military people, but all of a sudden they are now. Like they're going out yeah. there and patrolling. Uh, yes, uh, people like that. Uh, just people volunteering, and also people just staying out of other people's way. So yeah, everybody just kind of. So you're uh, you have people like protecting your apartment complex. Are those civilians? Mm-hmm. Are those yeah. like the, the civilians that got guns and they're just kind of like let's form a what do you call those militia? They, a militia, kind of, and we'll yeah. go hang outside and protect the building. Yeah, wow, that's cool. Those anti tank things that I see, where they're just blowing like if a tank came by, they just yeah, yeah. Wow, well, well uh, I don't think that they have the javelins, but uh, listen, uh, they do really well with Molotov cocktails. Uh, so, yeah, that kind of takes me back to uh, when all that shit was going down in uh, uh, Belarus. Uh, now that I've seen what can actually happen, like you should just not be afraid. Just go and just take it, you know, if you disagree. But it's just you have to feel the spirit because here there's just uh, I mean, you should feel, I feel it too. Uh, you know, it's just, I don't know how to describe it. It's just like the, it's this righteous indignation, right? Uh, people are, it's completely black and white, right? Even right. if I, uh, yeah, you look at, at just uncensored images of people just uh, dead and just fried on the ground. You have zero uh, sadness in your heart. You know, you just feel pure joy. And you mean uh, for the Russian, the Russian solution is yeah. dead. Yeah. 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 And, and well, they're coming. They're trying to kill you all. So yeah, yeah, I mean, exactly. be killed. Yeah. 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 
and they did it in such a sort of brazen way you know it's mm. like hey fuck you you know you're, it feels very old school like i didn't even think these type yeah. of wars would ever happen again i was I thinking they were the same all gonna thing, be yeah. cyber wars and drones i know i know that's exactly my feelings and uh, how dumb do you have to be just to this and yeah again if you watch those videos they just have these old cars and just all the machinery seems like it's from the 20th century what's the point of that you know and it feels like they, they've been flexing for years and everybody thinks that uh, uh russia is such a just this huge military nations but i bet even if they get out their nukes uh they've been sitting around for like 70 years just fucking rust in the way don't you know? give them ideas we don't, yeah we don't want to call well, their bluff on that well, i know you listen you're no no no. but i do want to talk about it you know i, I have a notebook that i haven't used for two years i can't even fucking open it you know <laughs> you can't read what you wrote you had some great bit there it's they lost the, the lock to yeah. the key. they lost the key to the lock is that what you're saying yeah, dude the if, they, if they launch that thing it's gonna blow half of moscow right. I, i'm not but if they have 100 nukes and one of them works you know we just gotta let's not i don't think they i don't think they do i think it's all fucking fake because they've had precedents, you know, and, uh, they would show some kind of, oh, yeah, yeah, they would show an American Black Hawk uh, helicopter or something. And they say, like, hey, this is us killing, uh, you know, Syrians or something, which it wasn't, you know, and then. <laughs> Uh, they're using, they they're show, using American yeah. Hollywood movies, which like, yeah, exactly. Black Hawk yeah, Down, Apocalypse Now, uh, like, yeah, <laughs> Saving Private Ryan. This is our, our, our storming. Uh, uh, that's, yeah. But and what about like day to day though? Are you able to go like buy groceries or go? Or how do you uh, eat? How do you live? Or what is? Yeah, uh, basically, well, they blocked every non citizen non citizen's card, uh, and especially now that Belarus is pretty much a, an enemy as well. Which that's why uh, you know this really saddens me, you know, because we really were accepted uh, in in Ukraine and uh, shown with love, right and. Uh, care was shown to us so uh not that uh i feel like belarusian people uh are to blame but i think it's very important what what happens exactly now all right uh so so if lukashenko uh, makes a decision to send troops uh, belarusian troops to ukraine and uh, they just don't go i think it's gonna be a really good move on our side but anyway listen you don't i don't know how it's gonna unfold but i feel like uh if at first i was just thinking uh, i just hope we survive now i'm feeling like oh my god this might be what we've been waiting for you know this might be the end of putin and consequently lukashenko and it's the beginning of a whole new era worldwide you know i mean it could be it's it's could be a classic like putin overplaying his hand if if putin gets destroyed here then um what's not to say the rest you know somebody could jump in the rest of the world could jump in but so actually on that topic um well, well first of all i want to say like the the numbers of people we see in media some of it says everyone's fleeing and it, initially it was like everyone's fleeing to poland a hundred thousand people have left to poland but then recently we're hearing like everyone's staying and like Zelensky, the president put out that 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 video with him and his top officials being like hey we're all here we're in kiev we're getting guns. We're fighting, and then the the, the mayor of Kiev is one of the Klitschko brothers, the boxers. He says he has a gun. He's fighting. I think the um, was it like Miss Ukraine has? There's a she made a video of her with like this gigantic like gun, and she's like, I'm ready to shoot Russians. So did that 
it feels like a lot of people have stayed. Is that the feeling you get? Yeah, that that was the feeling from the very beginning. Uh, it's actually surprised me when uh, some of my Belarusian friends were like, oh, we're leaving, you know, and they were not even people with kids. I understand families, right? And I mean, my son and, uh, you know, my uh, goddaughter who's four, you know, you understand, uh, I would want them to go through this. Uh, and uh, so, of course, if you're uh, getting families out of harm's way, I think it's, it has to be a little bit distributed. You know, families should be out of harm's way, right? But, uh, you know, why would I leave? Uh, you know, I, I mean, uh, think about it, w- w- what that means. If I'm leaving, it means I really think that Russia is going to take or like level the city and kill civilians. You know, I mean, if you're just following the normal uh, safety rules, uh, you're probably uh, going to avoid the risks. You know, I mean, if you look how many the probability of you dying, you know, uh, in my <laughs> situation, you always go back to this. he's such a, he's Listen, a probability man at heart. He's a real analytics, he real analytics guy. <laughs> I'm, I'm not actually I, I'm, I'm like that uh, lady in that uh, anecdote, you know, like what are the chances of seeing a dinosaur? She goes like it's 50 50, you know, you either see him or you don't. And uh that's kind of what it is, you know, from, I, you know, I'm far from math and all these like probability stuff. You know, if it happens to you, it happens to you. If it doesn't happen to you, it doesn't happen to you. But all I'm saying is like, it, it's just uh, when you start uh, projecting and kind of evaluating things, that's the conclusion that I came to, you know, that I was not really in danger. That's all I can say, you know, so I really don't don't understand why, you know, grown men would try to flee because uh, I mean, they were just creating different uh, situations on the border. Plus, you don't know where the uh, Russian troops are uh, coming from. And, you know, what's the point of you going to another like a lot of people were uh, were going to Lviv and Lviv was attacked, too. You know, yeah, so- you might just run right into them. Yes. What do people think of the response from the rest of the world? So it has been we're sending you money, but it's so far we're not sending troops. But you're in yesterday, Europe just cut off, I believe, is going to cut off Russian like the banking systems Uh, in terms of sanctions and everything. Yeah. Yeah. In terms of uh, like, you know, helping with force uh, and all of that. I think the situations were like they were asking for NATO's help and then they were starting kicking as well whatever, you know, we'll do it. <laughs> right. That's, that's the, the feeling. Yeah. That I, got. I mean, so like the U S sent $350 million, uh, Japan just committed a hundred million right. countries are sending well, money. Well, now that they're kicking ass, everybody's sending shit, you know, uh, that should have been done, that yeah, just, been done you know, a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right. And all the sanctions, uh, you know, like, I mean, th- those are going to hurt Russia for decades. You know, that's insane. You well, can't I mean, unroll I, that I just, shit heard when when i say i heard i mean i was talking to my brother and he said this but uh Agent baby face. St- starting on monday he said when the when the stock market opens like the value of all these oligarchs businesses are like going down yeah. the tubes yeah yeah germany's not gonna uh, get uh, gas from them anymore so that whole pipeline yeah, the pipeline's done it's scrapped <laughs> yeah and uh Basically, Visa and MasterCard is not going to uh, work there soon. No chips, microchips are not going to be uh, available. And that the implications of that are just 
Woo, they go on forever, you know, because they use those things everywhere. You know, the washing machine and some kind of ballistic missile, you know. Oh, so any microchip they have, they're like, yeah. they've got it's like Y2K down. is happening to them now. Nothing yeah, exactly. Y2K. Yeah. Y2K. <laughs> but they Y2K'd themselves. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Yeah. That's the thing. Is it really worth it? And you know, the, I mean, I, I don't know how Putin's going to have to save face somehow. Obviously, well, he can still have a great military could victory, he can still Putin. win. But, yeah. It has to be. It has to be. It's his last year. Uh, I mean, let's all last dance. believe it. You know, let's fucking will it to happening because I don't see it happening any other way. The other thing I read is um, Elon Musk has Starlink up, which is like his satellite internet thing. Yeah. And he's how does offered, it work? I don't know exactly I, I, I how tried. it works. You did try. It, I wanted to ask you about that because he it, said, it doesn't show up as a, as a thing or anything. So it's BS. He said he was giving it free to all Ukrainians just in case Russia tried to shut down your Internet. You could use his. But I wanted to ask you. So you've tried it and nothing. Uh, yeah, but I, I tried it maybe a minute after I saw it. Maybe and maybe I should try it again because, yeah, it's been a few hours. Maybe it's yeah, working it's, now. Wait, is it new Internet? He just gave them another Internet. I don't know. Uh, have you heard of Starlink, Kaplan? No, I don't it's know. Like I'm Wi-Fi I'm a, I'm for a the boomer. planet, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. So Elon Musk, this is one of his projects, besides like drilling to the center of the earth and all that stuff. He, <laughs> going to Mars and yeah. He has set up like a satellite internet that should be able to work worldwide. So uh, in you the can't future, shut it down, basically. Yeah, you can't shut it down, but he has it already going. And he said right now he's offering it to all Ukrainians so that in case try, Russia tries to shut down their internet. He won't let him. Guys, we should do, let's just reset this real quick because we do have people on Twitch. We're doing this live for the first time ever. We do yeah. have people joining late. So Misha Kalin is a stand-up comedian originally from Belarus, now in the Ukraine. He fled Belarus last summer with his family to get to Ukraine to escape Putin, and Putin now has found him. And Some great comments on the Twitch, by the way. Putin's attacking, attacking Ukraine. We are the Lost in America podcast. We put out a show interviewing comedians around the world, every single in a, in a different country in the world, following the politics, the global news events happening in their country. We do that every single week. On Tuesdays, you can subscribe to us, lostinamericapod.com. All major social, all major podcast players, we're available. Um and uh, I guess let's we're going to put this out as a podcast. So let's say and now a word from your local sponsor. All right, we're back. Always be plugging. <laughs> Always be. Plugging. We, we don't work for free. We, we're crazy. we don't take we take advantage of all our, our rates go up with the sponsors when we have a war zone correspondent. So I mean, might as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, so so Misha, what would make you. I don't know. So on the news locally, do you feel like you can trust it? So I'm following a Kiev, I think like the Kiev English language newspaper on Twitter, and I highly recommend it. It has updates like every two or three minutes, but it also will have numbers that says like, oh, we've killed 45,000 or 4,500 Russian troops, which could be true, but it's also like you want to get that verified some way. Right. It's a good kind of propaganda, well, perhaps. Yeah, but, but on the other side, on the Russian side, they say it's zero. <laughs> oh, they say zero? <laughs> Somewhere yeah. between zero and 4,500. So it's the, exactly. just, say, just so everyone can follow, it's the Kiev Indep at Kiev Independent, K-Y-I-V Independent. And it's pretty good. They do, um, I mean, they had an update 36 seconds ago from a Russian oligarch who uh, is asking Russia to stand down. So Russian oligarchs are one by one now because their businesses are going on. I mean, one I mean, guy lost the, the, the owner of the Chelsea football team had to give up possession of his team. 
Yeah. That's a big loss. This is happening worldwide. And so, and, and I mean, I know in New York, they're trying to seize the um, high end apartments that are owned by Russian oligarchs right now in New York City. Yeah. They uh, should the give them to the thing people. Is, he, uh, right now, it's a misnomer. Uh, a Russian oligarch uh, during Putin right now is a misnomer. There aren't really oligarchs. There were oligarchs, uh, much like Berezovsky, like back in the 90s, you know, that actually controlled Russia and the president was one of the players, right? And uh, right now, all these business guys, they don't make money from their business, right? None of their businesses are, are actually making money. They're making money on the government projects that they're just basically, they get a budget of however many billions and they use 30% and they take the rest. That's why the corruption has been eaten away and uh, it shows in the army and in all the other areas. And everybody just shows Putin the picture that's like, oh, we're the best at this and everybody's doing great. But the reality is that they suck because uh, everything is operating on uh, very thin margins and everything else has been uh, taken away. So all these so-called oligarchs, they don't really have anything. You know, it's all just, you know, it's what they've stolen and uh, laundered it in ways of like real estate and all the uh, other stuff, right? Uh, so, but essentially, yeah, you're right. They're gonna lose all of that because now uh, just being Russian almost kind of is a stigma. And once you have like big funds and you're Russian, boom, that's enough for them to investigate and scrutinize and take uh, your stuff away or whatever, freeze assets and everything. And Putin's so doing this all just so he can get you so he's, he's trying to like one by one put the ussr back together it seems like because there's no is there natural resources or anything he's going after in ukraine or is it literally just historical he wants to yeah. put it back together yeah i think he's the old and uh i mean some people think he's sick or something and he knows he's going out so he, his it's legacy like he wants to before yeah. he dies or before he's out yeah. he wants to do one or or, or it's but some at the kind cost of like of, it's such a gigantic cost yeah he, he didn't like I mean, I was reading, I think it was Washington Post, and they said for all of the um, talk about how Russia is so good at cyber kind of manipulating and deep fakes and all that, they're really getting blown away in this. Like no one is on their side, you know, yeah. like they, they haven't convinced for all the like convincing they and the, the troll farms and everything. The troll farms are not doing their job very well because no one's I mean, sure, there's some super far left people and super my far dad's right cousins people. on their side. But I was other say, than Joe him. Schaefer seems <laughs> seems to be on their some side. real commies are still on their side. They're real. <laughs> no, Joe Schaefer's not on their side, but there are uh, people who are on the side of we. I don't want people to go kill <laughs> Joe Schaefer, but he does think that he we sees should both be sides. involved. There's people yeah. who go, no, no, we shouldn't. This is not our business. Everyone or it's our fault somehow. Away. They do the or, which are somehow America's fault. Thing. They say it's like, our fault. fault. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, but for but the most part, no I one believes that. And just to finish there, so Zelensky, the president, he sends out one video and the whole he's a hero in the whole world. He's like, I'm not leaving. I'm staying here. That's you know what I mean? Like he's winning the whole PR. And is that here. are the people in the Ukraine? Do they feel because that's one of the things we're getting here in America is these images of Zelensky and it just everyone's he's getting such a positive review. He's so an American like, hero, his right. he's an American. Yeah, his leadership is getting, you know, he just got that, passed at the comedy cellar. <laughs> they're definitely doing a movie about him at some point. <laughs> oh, Cruz is playing him. Yeah. Hey, uh, listen, I love him, but he's a shit comic. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> So he's rebranding himself. Let's we switch to uh, topics. I was going to say something about uh, anyway. Okay, I'll just oh, go. Oh, the, the go Russian, with the, the troll farms, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's pinpoint that, and I'll say something about Zelensky. The funny thing is, everybody hated him. Uh, like 
forever. You know, like three up weeks until... ago, everyone hated. He's him. like Rudy Giuliani with 9/11. Yeah. Everyone hated him, and then 9/11 happened, and he was a hero. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Everybody, not even hated him, but just like, who the fuck are you? You know, it's just kind of like this. Yeah, you're not a president. You are a clown. You know, we we trusted you, you know, you with your uh, TV series and everything. You know, that's how we got elected. You know, we trusted you and you failed us. That's how they looked at him. And uh, he did turn it around. And uh, I must admit, uh, he's a hero of mine. But not comedically, you know, just as a man. <laughs> he's still a hack. A, he's still a hack a, comedian. Yeah. He's a, Those who can't the, do comedy. Stand up. And take dude, over country. I, I will show you. I will show you clips of him playing fucking Napoleon in this horrible, horrible, horrible Russian movie. You know, <laughs> by the you way, this is the real, I mean. this is why we started the podcast. Yeah. This is the heart of the show. We can break through all of, well, yes, he's a, yes, he's defending his country. Yes. He's a hero around the world, but he's a hack comic. This is why we get comedians on locally to tell us the real truth of what's going on. All the avocados and all the like, uh, coconut chips and all the kind of vegan and like really hipster stuff. That stuff is untouched. Everything else, rice and all <laughs> people the, haven't like, gotten drink. that desperate yet. Because yeah, exactly. are those people yeah. that fled? You mean, or what do you mean by? No, no, no. It's just what people buy in the stores. You know, all yep. the kind of like fancy smoothie stuff just, just stands and nobody, stands no, nobody's touching it. Um, but, but you don't have um you were mentioning us i think you referred to it a little bit but off air how you don't have access to your money right now right like because they don't they basically don't trust you as a belarusian so you yeah not like uh, there's much to spend at all but uh, right. i can't even like wire money or whatever even donate to the the army or anything so whatever cash i have on hand now not again not that you know in like wartime uh you're not gonna think like oh what am i gonna right. make you know like you're not going out, obviously. Fancy. Yeah, but, I'm just kind of eating whatever I have here. I have a big thing of rice and I'm just making like fried rice, things like that. And, you know, I, I basically, honestly, even if I don't go anywhere for a week, I'll be fine. Um, yeah, you just kind of. We'll, you know, we might to... send you any of the listeners who have their uh, magic spoon boxes still. We might have to take up donation campaign. I know my mom's got six boxes still. We'll we'll just mail them to you <laughs> in desperate times. It's it's a it's a lovely cereal if you get desperate, but but hopefully sure. it'll hopefully they'll turn. I mean, I, I expect if it's done on, we think it's going to be over this week. Hopefully that maybe they'll. Hey, I, I'm running out of weed. You know, I, I need it to <laughs> That's be over the by Tuesday. Yeah, so on Tuesday they need to at least uh, start the transport or whatever because I got to go see a dude. You gotta go uh, see a dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Will you make a weed run? Is that like have you yeah, made a yeah. list of the things you need to you would leave the house for? Is it like a <laughs> yeah, exactly? Uh, it's just basically weed, it's all uh I'm missing. Everything else is fine. Do you think is oh, there like a surge stand price? Up. Stand up, yeah. Well, would there be surge pricing like with Uber when it gets really expensive when when there's like a rainstorm? Is it like the weed guy will come to you, but he's gonna charge you uh <laughs> a little yeah. bit more for war, war zone yeah well seriously, the, the weed guy uh you know uh, when the war started he was like hey for and uh, he was very supportive he said like a very supportive message like long live ukraine we're taking a little break you'll understand why if we're gonna win <laughs> um, he, he went out there the... out, uh, yeah, i'm pretty sure actually one of wow. my friends who who deals uh in the city he definitely uh done, yeah, yeah, yeah hey weed smokers here uh, Ukrainians take their weed seriously. You know, it's a very, um, it's, it's a national pride. I think people here are like, I mean, Ukrainians, when this is all over, it's going to, I really feel like a lot of people had no idea in America, at least I'm speaking just totally American centric. 
just had no concept of Ukraine as far as like now everyone's like, because everyone's been so against Russia going back, obviously, to 2016, the election, everything here. Everyone is so universally on the Ukraine side that I think uh, people, everyone's doing that. I think people are going to be going to Ukraine. Um, this is going to be the new trendy hotspot in uh, uh, in about two yeah. years. So <laughs> you should buy some property up when you can't, when this is all over and make a nice yeah. little. <laughs> as soon as they, as they uh, unblock my when they unblock your thing, yeah. yeah. And then, so what about? So we mentioned Belarus. I saw. The, is he is he using this opportunity, Lukashenko, to to rewrite the constitution today or something? I saw this headline. Yeah, about. yeah, and that I do not understand. That's kind of a desperate attempt again to stay in power even longer. And this is some kind of weird thing, and uh, I don't really understand. But uh, I mean, he's the biggest choice that he's going to make is the decision to send the troops uh, to uh, Ukraine or not. Now, uh, I know why Putin would pressure him to do so, right? Because he wants to get everybody dirty, uh, right? And just kind of spread the responsibility, collective responsibility. So he wants to uh, Lukashenko to be in on it. And Lukashenko has been trying to play both sides forever, right? So he plays you know, like he's this... A best uh, Putin's best friend, but then he won't uh, acknowledge Crimea as part of uh, Russian Federation and all these other things, right? So, but now it's a very interesting time. Uh, I'm hoping this is the end of uh, the both of them, but who knows how how exactly it's going to play out? Right, right. Um, I think Turner. I think we need to. Do we need to exit this to get Turner back in? I believe that how Zoom works because this. I think Tur- Turner is back, he says. So um, I guess we should leave this. I, 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 Jared, are you there? What do we do with Twitch? <laughs> How do we? Um, I, I was muted. Um, I can put up a screen for a minute while we change over. The weird thing is it should usually put him right back in here. Um, that is he said in our weird. private message group that he was going to send us a new link. I just saw that, but I don't know. Okay, for sure. Yeah, uh, let him know to email us. I'll put up a screen and some music for just a moment, and then we'll all come back in. All right, we're back. Uh, we have bad news. Turner Sparks has, I guess, been either assassinated or compromised. I, I don't know if he's, he's been poisoned the way those Russian, you know how the face will blow up that Ukrainian guy who's I saw once, you know, that, that that's what Putin's Putin does not mess around. He's in, we knew Turner was in Mexico. We should not have revealed that on a, on a recent podcast. We should not have revealed his location. So this is, this is the price of being uh, the type of podcast we're doing. We are heroes. Come and get me Putin. I'm in Long Island city, Queens. Or, <laughs> you know, that's what happens. Yeah. So uh, anyway, so hopefully, hopefully Turner will jump back in. But yeah, like somebody said on the Twitch, it is amazing that you have better Wi-Fi in all seriousness in a war zone than apparently Turner has in. Uh, <laughs> he's in Mexico, though, in fairness. But yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, I think I was thinking about that. Uh, you know how in uh, in places like Belarus and Ukraine, you just get the updated stuff, right? So uh, that's why, uh, you know, it's funny worldwide, the, uh, the whole trend of answering machines just didn't catch on because by the time they got the technology, it was already like cellular phones or something more. Advanced. Oh, you never had to like leave a stupid, make you create yourself a dumb answering machine message, try to be really clever and never, <laughs> never you know, oh. so we'd never caught on. And now uh, you, you know, it's easy to even have it on your uh, cell phone and everything. Nobody uses that feature. No. And, and it's, uh, yeah. Uh, but uh, 
Yeah. So you guys are more advanced then in many ways. <laughs> Always. Yeah. It's uh, the silver lining, I guess. Yeah. So, all right. Well, <laughs> that's good to know. You, 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 as long as you have Wi-Fi, even without Elon Musk's help, you can uh, yeah, have a, I'm, I'm going to get, get on it. Uh, I'll, I've been meaning to try it because I feel like it's, a, it's, I mean, I hope it works exactly how I envision it to work. That is right. just another Wi-Fi, and it just says Starlink and you just connect and boom, anywhere you no, go. You can't get canceled. You can say whatever you want there. It's the wild west. right? <laughs> well, uh, it's not like a social network. I thought, right. It was just no, like I don't have any concept of what the internet even is to me. It's like a series of tubes as Ted Senator Stevens once said. So I don't, I don't understand this. <laughs> Are you in a, places where you won't have internet? You mentioned there's like a there's a bomb shelter in your building, or you just go to the ground floor. What were you, earlier you were? Yeah, it's like there. a parking garage next okay. to the apartment complex. Uh, I've gone down there twice, but I just, it's a good place to social place to socialize with your neighbors, or if you don't. Well, you, exactly. But I'm from Belarus, so I don't want to explain to everyone like I'm the good. Uh, oh yeah, uh, I, I'm getting uh, questions. Yeah, we got a question from Papa Cringe. Yeah. He says, Misha, uh, Misha if you do... have Russian friends, what are they saying? Yeah, that's a great question. I have a lot of Russian friends and one of, uh, yeah, different things. It's a cacophony of uh, opinions. And if we just get the main, I mean, most of my friends, since I'm, you know, a reasonable human being, most of them are against the war and uh, they are against Putin. So we're on the same page. It's just that uh, I understand them. They uh, feel hesitant to uh, sort of speak out because, listen, they've tried it in the past. It's just like I can't blame Belarusians uh, because they are afraid because every time you speak out, you just get the shit kicked out of you. And, you know, in Russia, they rape in prisons. Uh, I, I don't know if you uh, called that story. Like it's so widespread, you wouldn't believe it. Like it's a normal practice just to rape people uh, and, and do things like that. So you can and see how that deters people from speaking out, but they're still speak, speaking out. Some of them uh, on the other side, just there was one comedian, not, not a friend of mine or anything, and uh, but a, a sort of a comedian from Russian television. And he said something horrible, you know, just wishing Ukrainians just horrible things and everything. And yeah, he got uh, hell from uh, everybody. Yeah. He, he so, was doing it seriously, like he wasn't. Yeah, because ironic. listen, some people, the propaganda machine uh, of right. Uh, Russia right now is more sophisticated than, uh, uh, how do you say it, Goebbels? Uh, in Russian, yeah. Goebbels. Yeah, yeah. Goebbels, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so he was a lot the original. Of people... I'm a Jew, but I mean, that guy was, you know, he was the master. <laughs> master yeah, but, but I think Putin's propaganda machine even uh, he kind of improved on that model. That's what I'm trying to say. And that infects people in the even in the 21st century. Well, do people but, in Russians have like animosity naturally towards Ukrainians? Is that or exactly? You know? Yeah. Over the last eight years, it's been cultivated, you know, so they kind of dehumanize them and uh, they've made them uh, so, you know, they basically just call them fascists. Right. So everybody's just a fascist. And honestly, I 
it influences you because I moved to Lviv uh, in uh, 2018 and Lviv is like the most vilified place by the Russian media, right? So that's where all the Nazis come from and everything. And then you go there and it's just normal people. Nobody's eating babies and like no uh, pagan rituals no, or anything. They, they tell you people are eating babies and that's a... Yeah, and, and, and they do it. It's, yeah, it's just as uh, absurd as... I mean, you it's just what? fascinating that like Putin can co-opt the word anti-fa. You know, it's like Antifa will be this like crazy organization in America, and they yeah. just call themselves anti-fascists and then get away with like taking over a city and just causing mayhem. It's like Putin's like saw that and was like, "I'll do you one better. I'm an actual dictator who's going to call myself anti-fascist now." <laughs> What's the? Yep. It's amazing, and people. I mean, we should say, yeah, we had uh, a comedian, a Russian comedian, Oleg Denisov, on a couple of times, mm-hmm. and we wanted we asked about talking about this with him a few weeks ago, and. He doesn't, he just doesn't even want, he, I think he left. I think he's hopefully in Germany now. Um, and he doesn't, I don't think he wants to speak, you know, as a Russian, you're almost at being asked to speak for your country right now. And I don't think he wants mm-hmm. to do that or, and to criticize, as you said, you know, it's just people who are marching and you know, I saw in St. Petersburg and some other places. And some people are like, oh, that's barely a march. There's only like a few hundred people, but those few hundred people are very brave because, you know, right. the consequences of marching against Putin right now, I, I can't imagine a, yeah, one of my uh, comedian friends who went to the protest and he was protesting and uh, yeah, he, he was arrested. So, yeah, mo- most of my friends, they're speaking out, they're doing their part, they're getting arrested. There's another question uh, yeah. from Mac, Mac Dave, Dave says, were some were some people thinking the war would never reach Kiev, which I believe is how we kind of thought about it when we were yeah. talking before. It went- yeah, I thought it was, you know, I, I thought it was going to be. Uh, similar to 2014 when uh, you hear there's a war going on but you it's just in donbass and people in kiev don't really uh it doesn't affect them right your life goes on as normal and yeah so when i heard in the morning that uh, the war has started you're like oh okay then then the life goes on but there's also a war and uh that's why people were saying hey the, the war has been going on for the last eight years Right. Uh, but also when, yeah, you started hearing things that just right on the outskirts of Kiev and then some diversion groups were entering uh, the, but that's why I don't understand. I, I don't know why they were doing this because they would send like one tank into the city and just locals would just take it over, you know, just random, uh, just dwellers, uh, city dwellers would just randomly take over a tank so that's why these <laughs> early signs you're thinking like man what is going on there is it some kind of like weird maneuver you know they're sending the real shitty soldiers and then the the real soldiers come in or what what, what is going on yeah but, uh, and it's like i mean i don't i think it was you or i don't know if when we spoke to anton another a ukrainian comedian we spoke somebody yeah, yeah. i mentioned in the past to us that the idea that you know ground, air assault is one thing but to send in the amount of ground troops needed to go into these cities. And and a lot of the Russian soldiers probably aren't that motivated. Maybe some of them believe the propaganda, but not all of them. A lot of them probably have Ukrainian friends. You're all speaking Russian. They're all, everyone kind of looks alike. Let's, you know, and you're shooting. And they're exactly, exactly. And psychologically very difficult thing to do. Yeah. Yeah, if you look at the videos, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. If you look at the videos when they talk to the uh, Russian soldiers uh, that have uh, been uh, taken captive, uh, they say that they uh, thought that it was just going to be training on the Belarusian border or Ukrainian border, but then they got ordered to uh, go to Kiev or something like that, and then they took the order. Uh, so they didn't I, even know they were going in. 
Yeah, maybe that's just the narrative, but it feels like they've been cheated into this, uh, into joining this war. And yeah, a lot of them are kids or at least just people, you look at them and they do not look professional at all. You know, it right. looks like they're sending in like 16 year olds or like, how old are we talking? We like you're 18 year olds, I guess. Uh, 19 or something. Yeah. Well, well, a couple of the examples is basically, you know, uh, how they have the draft. So you do the draft. Uh, so that's essentially a year and a half or two years of training, something like that. And then you can choose to continue and sign the contract. So uh, the, the guy that I'm talking about, he's like 19 or 20 or something, you know, so he just finished the, uh, the two year uh, draft uh, compulsory military training. Right. And so he signed the contract. But it's essentially, you know, he's still a kid, you know. I and mean, everyone you know, in Russia gets drafted? And is it like a compulsory uh, thing to fight? Or? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Because wow. in Belarus, it's like that. But you can dodge the draft. Like, I, you know, I, uh, I never served. But, but again, it's because I moved to the States. I didn't know, like, such a big country to have that. Because, like, Israel, we mentioned earlier, they're a small country. They have a draft. They're always fighting. But to have a big, that's just crazy to me to have that many people. And you're not going to get your best people, obviously, all fighting when you do it that way. So, oh, yeah, um, it's a terrible idea. I don't know. Uh, we, we have a comment from uh, Borb's mother. Shout out. One mm -hmm. of our longtime listeners says there, there is mostly the, the most dramatic imagery. Are businesses other than food open at all? Cash still good. Uh, so uh, last time I was out was yesterday and I went to the market, uh, was just to write out, uh, it's, uh, it was still working. You could get some things, no more bread, but you could you could get some food and the things were open, but not like businesses. You couldn't go and get a coffee or something like that. So, and, uh, big supermarkets would have a huge line outside, uh, cash. Yes. Cash works. Uh, ATM machines don't work. Uh, I think cards work uh, in some places in the city, but <clears throat> uh, not everywhere. Not, so not Russian yeah. money though, Ukrainian money only. Come on, dude. Yeah, obviously. That's, I mean, here in America, if it's gonna snow like two inches, the people storm the grocery stores, load up on toilet paper, hoard it all, milk. People panic; they're never gonna have a glass of milk again. So I cannot imagine what it's like when you're actually being invaded and you're like, I don't know when I'm leaving the house again. Uh, must people just take people are surprisingly calm. I mean, uh, the, the, you can see people get, uh, getting bags of groceries, but nothing out of the ordinary. So no, the, essentially they're getting prepared for a week, but they nobody's right. thinking this is going to be a, another World War II or anything like that. So right. especially now. You yeah, don't think we're getting World War Three? That's your big... Because that's the worry. Well, no, no, no. Talking. World War Three. No, no, no. That I'm not saying. World War Three. We might be getting because that's oh. exactly what I'm talking about. That Ukraine is doing too well. You know, it's like every movie. Uh, this is too good to be true. You know, it's this could be the scenario where they get their ass kicked and then, you know, they decide to take more drastic measures. You know, that's what worries me. I was thinking about that with like if the if Ukrainians gets too much hype on you know in the media that they're doing so well it's gonna it could piss yeah. putin off into like yeah taking out not nukes but shorter nukes like the boast he can do yeah um the, the only thing is, has, yeah right they did paralyze them it's good that the, the whole world turned against them you know including people that used to be uh, putin's friends uh you know like the president of czech republic uh hungarian president <laughs> oh they he turns orban yeah 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 he was like no 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 uh you've gone too uh, far yeah, you've gone too far. Same thing with the Czech guy. Same thing with the, the even China is uh, washing their hands off of this situation. Uh, not to mention Erdogan, the uh, Turkish guy. I saw that. He's, I, he's closing was, the 
when you've lost Erdogan, they say, you know, and you, you've lost Orban and Erdogan, you've lost the, the PR war, Putin. Yeah, they, yeah, exactly. Um, uh, Mac Dave is asking, is any Russian government propaganda being broadcasted in Ukraine? Like you got to, you, can you still see like RT or any of those things? Or, oh, what they're saying. Yeah. Just choose not to watch it. De- definitely. No, 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 no. I, I definitely choose not to watch it. And uh, probably everybody else uh, in, in Ukraine. I'm just saying, if, if you actually wanted to, uh, is it possible to find? Probably not. Yeah. So, yeah. Are there no. any, do you, what about Russian people in the Ukraine? Like, did they just flee or are they fighting? You know, what are they doing? People, uh, do you know any Russians actually who live in, in Kiev or? Yeah, but. Uh, comedian friend uh whoa but but i, I don't well, interrupt you but look who's live uh, uh, hey yeah, i'm yeah, back your face everybody. for someone who just poisoned your face looks pretty good not too, <laughs> not too puffy did you tell him i'm in mexico did you tell him all what's we going did. on we thought um well earlier some of the listeners had seen uh your your wife perhaps in the background crawling around and they thought she had been sent by putin to assassinate you <laughs> and she finished you off so uh or so but no uh the yeah, internet we went down in the building but we got it booted back up yeah, so you got a great background there you're like uh <laughs> i don't know uh, what happened anyway yeah. keep going misha uh i forgot what i was talking about hey uh, did you know that louis was gonna perform here on the 25th uh and louis ck yeah it yeah got i was gonna again. go yeah it got canceled again <laughs> i was gonna go uh, last night didn't Oh, man. And, and I had a show. I had an uh, I had a show in English as my own stand up show, and then I was gonna host that, and then leave early and go see uh, Louis with the Spanish dude from like Spanish TV and everything. Dude, I had such great plans for last night. Not none of that happened. It's ridiculous. Mm, I, I hate Putin. That's what I was saying, <laughs> Turner. You didn't miss. So we anything. found someone worse than Louis C.K. It's Vladimir Putin. Vladimir Putin is worse yes. for sure, man. Cor- I don't know. There's portions of the left piece of Twitter they wouldn't say that. Yeah, yeah. Kaplan's uncle would disagree, but <laughs> Kaplan's communist Turner, uncle. Turner missed that. That Misha's running low on weed. He's gonna have to leave the oh, house yeah. soon to get some. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm hoping uh, the war ends tomorrow because otherwise he's going to have to brave it out. Gonna have to take it. Yeah, I'm going to get like all geared up and everything. I'm going to right. do a bulletproof vest or anything or just to. No, but I do have a knife that I put in my boot and I have a bunch of things that I feel that make me feel like I'm ready. Does that make sense? But I'm such you a, go stab a Russian soldier. Your hats, you got a good uh, ski hat for it. You look like it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you, you know what I mean? I'm trying to look the part. Listen, I don't know what I'm doing. So I'm essentially just trying to stay out of everybody's way and kind of what would make you leave and, to Poland? What would need to happen for not, you to go to Poland? Just essentially a nuclear explosion or something. Why? I hate to I don't think you can outrun the nuclear explosion if it comes well, exactly. to that. So. But 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 that's that's kind of a a valid point. You know, because I, I mean, it might it might sound a bit too. But but hear me out. You know, I don't want to live in the world where Russia just straight up comes in because you don't just escape this one time. You know, you have to wake up the next day and live in the world. That, yeah. Right. Like me leaving uh, Kiev is is basically uh, saying that, oh, uh, I suppose that this can happen, that Russia out of nowhere just takes over. And then what? You know, and then we live in the world where Russia has taken over uh, Ukraine. What does that mean? You know, just uh, so you're you're going to be way worse off. 
So I might as well die now in a in in this war, you know, than live in the world where this kind of shit is happening. Does well, we hope you don't. But how would you compare? I, I really hope you don't die, Misha. We don't want. Well, you exactly. To die. But listen, uh, me not dying in, in this situation honesty. means that we're going, uh, you know, and we're building a new uh, free uh, country, and uh, things are like I'm very much uplifted now, and lots of people are. Uh, uplifted because we're kicking ass and we're changing the world because if this is the end of Putin, it means the whole world is again a better place. You know, we're definitely uh, battling the evil empire uh, again, you know, and it just it has to happen. How would you compare? And you can stop me if you've already asked this question while I was away. I'm trying to get unpoisoned by my wife, <laughs> but uh, how would you how would you compare? Because you lived through a revolution in Belarus that ended up being not successful. Essentially, mm-hmm. Lukashenko's still there, and now you're living through this. How would you compare one to the other? Uh, Meaning, I guess I would say like this one seems to all the citizens have weapons and they're mm-hmm. fighting. In Belarus, I assume you probably didn't have access to weapons. Is that right? Well, yeah. And essentially, we're babies. Uh, essentially, yeah, Belarusians didn't know how to do any of this shit, you know, and uh, uh, Ukrainians have gone through iterations, uh, right? Like uh, they had their uh, revolution in 2014 and before that in 20. 20- uh, so they have a bit of a background. They have more yeah. forces uh, sort of acting there. Like even now, after having this experience, uh, I'm definitely going to invest into like training and everything. There's no way, I, I, you know, I'm, whatever happens in the future, I'm going to be the person who is ready, you know, and I've been like, I've told you about my journey of like living without alcohol and like physically getting in shape. But, uh, you know, so I do like martial arts and all that shit, you know, but for the next, if that ever happens again in the future, you know, I'll be the guy, uh, the guy who's ready and who is patrolling the situation. Like I know now how important it is to be ready. I, I want to be the person that people go to and like, all right, uh, you know, what do we do in this situation? So this is also like sort of part of maturity. You're like, oh, this is what it means to be an adult. I got to grow the fuck up, you know? So just like, boom, you have one life. Like, how do you want to live it? You know? And it just kind of like, whew, it's, you know, from that point of view, it's a great experience. It like shakes you up. And you're like, gives you some meaning, you know? And you're like, what kind of, what anxiety, what depression, get the fuck out of here. You know, we got to re- rebuild the whole fucking city, whole fucking country. You know, we got to go into Belarus and like, you rebuild that and change it all completely because Belarus is essentially not even in the market economy just yet. You know, like you still have to do a lot of things, man, still things to be done so that our, you know, children live in a better world, but there's so much potential. And we see so many countries that have gone that route and have been successful. If you look at uh, the Baltic States, Czech Republic, Poland, you know, let's do something like that out of, uh, out of these places, you know, it's going to be amazing. And I don't understand how Russians don't see it. They could be part of the club. And no, they want to be part of this fucking medieval uh, feudal gang of warlords with their, uh, you know, uh, slaves that they just throw and they don't even care. You know, they just uh, I don't understand that. Yeah. Well, I have. I mean, from what I've read, the Russian people don't all are not all supporting Putin with this. I think a lot of people are against it over there. Well, uh, yeah, I'm thinking it's rapidly changing as we speak. But if you said that a week ago, uh, my answer would be 
way more people support him that you and I would reasonably. <laughs> yeah. I, I messed up sure. the whole sentence, but you see, you know what I'm saying, right? It's just yeah. way too many people that I know that just super reasonable and, uh, but their views are asinine. And, and honestly, but uh, it's almost like religious faith. And but they uh, something clicks in their head, like one of my best friends from uh, Belarus, he just uh, only when uh, uh, the revolution in Belarus happened, boom, it's something clicked in his head. But up to that point, he loved Russia. He loved Lukashenko. He didn't give a fuck. You know, he was just like, yeah. no, this is the right way. Uh, the Russian Orthodox Church, blah, 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 blah. He would just like, have this cross over here. His but then again, his father was, you know, he got it from his father. That's his upbringing and nothing could. But then once uh, something changed, just like a religious belief, he just, whoo, and it disappears. Yeah. You're like, oh, my God, you know, humans. Yeah, well, you got to defend your country. Guy. You got to defend your homeland where you are and your new homeland. And yeah. the last thing I would say here is that, you know, I know there's a lot of people in New York worried about this. I've read that that the Ukrainians people are getting into bomb shelters. And the biggest problem with that, they say in New York <laughs> is that only 35% of people are vaccinated. Yeah. So. And they don't, no one has the booster there. I've heard. Yeah. So they don't have, we're the very, booster we're very worried about you. Don't, don't, I should <laughs> it's have a real that. tweet going yeah, around. You've been in that bomb shelter. How crowded has it been when you've been down there? Are <laughs> you guys uh, keeping six feet honestly, of distance down there? Uh, yeah. I, I didn't want to go in cause I was just, Honestly, I can't bring myself to go in there. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to sleep on the concrete. You know, call me. And you don't want to get COVID. It's worse than the <laughs> worse. COVID's worse than a nuke. No, yeah, listen, yeah. But that's the silver lining, right? Uh, the silver lining of the war is that it cures COVID. You know, there's no more COVID. <laughs> yeah, no one's talking about hey, it. Well, you, you don't know, get updates kill, on the numbers every day from your if local they kill, politicians. Like, if a nuke drops and a million people die, they'll say died with COVID. With COVID. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, but oh, uh, those good. are some uh, on the plus side, you know, you uh, COVID is gone. Hey, I learned to make uh, bread. Uh, no, not really. I'm still learning, but uh, hey, <laughs> that's very but COVID then, activity but, making. But quarantine. Then I, yeah, because yeah, uh, he's doing quarantine here. Yeah, <laughs> I, I saw that I have flour at home and I was like, dude, I, I'm going to start making bread. So I started researching how to make bread and it hit me. Now I get like people are making fun of the the. Uh, uh, Jewish uh, bread matzah, whatever, right? Making fun uh, of the matzah. People are making fun of <laughs> you know, that. Is that well, a hack? Yeah, because it has that no taste or anything, you know. But, oh, but now no, again, Jen, like, most people love matzah. I feel like Turner. Do you? Do you have you had matzah? I don't before? think I've ever had it. A lot of Gentiles I know love matzah. They eat it. They they like it more. Not than in matzah. Ukraine though. I, Let me not in Ukraine. Yeah. <laughs> well, no. Yeah, quick. Yeah, because they like the fluffy and everything. Well, the whole uh, thing is you got to eat. It, it doesn't take as long to make it. So that exactly, if you're, if you're on the run, it's useful in wartime. Exactly. That's what it was. It was wartime food for us for the Egyptians. Oh. Yeah, so once, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, uh, I can't get out and make bread. I start uh, making bread, but uh, I, I don't have any uh, yeast or anything. So I have to make unleavened bread. And it, you know, it, <laughs> oh, wait, anyway. is matzah, is that unleavened bread? It's I'm unleavened sure. bread. We we like to put a few drops of Christian blood in to make. No, never mind. Oh, well, I think the Gentiles, we just call it unleavened bread. I didn't know that and matzah were the same thing. I've had unleavened bread before. You've had, I said, you've had, you call maybe it unleavened I'm, bread. I'm, We're going to yeah, get unleavened yeah. bread today. <laughs> That's what we call it. A church. I think we've yeah, had. Oh, the church. Yeah. Well, it's ma yeah. Matzah is. Uh, we'll send you some matzah then, Misha. I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna. No, he can up. make it. He's making it. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. The only thing he can make. You, don't you should actually export it. That could be like a hipster, like war torn matzah. Misha's. 
Ukrainian yeah, me, Nisha's my business. <laughs> send me CBD products. We'll send you, you CBD something that you can't mindset. get. That's the only Sounds thing good. that you can't get uh, in uh, in Ukraine. So instead of the right. magic spoon, are you? Do you think you're gonna stay in a magic spoon? Yes. We talked about that earlier because people, yeah, oh, good. We might. Uh, I was going to send them better sponsor. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, we CBD. All right. Uh, well, we, I think that's it, guys. Yeah. Um, Can I say that my favorite comment turner of anybody wondering what happened to you was uh, Borb's mother, who said uh, that your wife was mad you were meeting the Smiths for shuffleboard. So <laughs> she's <just, laughs> on a Mexican vacation. <laughs> <laughs> so on that note, you got to go play shuffleboard. <laughs> I got to go play shuffleboard. That is it, uh, Misha. Thank you for doing it. Please stay safe. Keep us updated. Follow Misha. Where's the best place for people to follow you to get uh, updates Instagram, on Instagram? Instagram at Misha Kalen stand up. Okay. Misha underline underscore Kalen underscore yeah. stand up. Stand yeah. Up. Okay. K L H I N everybody. Thanks. That's it. Uh, thank you, Misha for doing it. Um, God bless Ukraine prayers for Ukraine cap. What should we do? I got to go deal with my own personal war zone a Sunday with the kids. So on that note, I'm going to get lost, get lost. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.